Hi, and welcome to another episode of Conversation with a Chef. I'm Joe Ritty, and I love sharing with you the conversations I get to have with talented and passionate chefs. It's the backstory, if you will, to the food they're putting up. I begin today by acknowledging the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Traditional custodians of the lands and airwaves where this conversation takes place. Land which was never ceded. Land where communities came together to eat seasonally, locally and without exhausting resources. I pay my respects to their elders past, present and rising. Today I'm talking to Pamela Tomio. Pamela is head chef at Ovalo Hotel's Lona Mesa, the incredible plant-based restaurant brought about by hospitality legends Shannon Martinez and Ian Curley. Pamela was such a joy to talk to. She was so generous in what she shared with me about growing up in hospitality in Brazil, coming to Australia, and what she loves about working at Lona Mesa. Pamela is cooking veggie dishes on the Josper Grill, and she's passionate about flavour and bringing people together over food. If you haven't checked out the South Yarra Ovalo Hotel, you're really missing out. It's bright and arty and there for a good time. And that, alongside Pamela's food and her incredible heart for hospitality, make it a place that's good for the soul. Good, thank you. How are you? It seems like a busy day. It There's is. obviously an event, function. a function. Yeah. yeah, we have a function for around 60 people downstairs, plus in-room dinings and people for breakfast and then walkings as well. So it's been a busy day already. Yeah. And we're 10 a.m. It's only just 10 a.m. That's right. <laughs> So I've spoken to Ian before. And oh yeah, this is the one that I was getting really yeah. <laughs> How are you? Yeah, hi, nice to I? see you yeah, again. Yeah. Now, I'm Brazilian. Yes, so okay. if you can't understand her, we'll get like SPF subtitles <laughs> or a strap line underneath. Sure, you know? yeah. <laughs> she pretends that she, she doesn't understand when uh, I'm giving her a hard time. I see. Goes, Oh, no, oh, no, I don't understand. Sorry, I don't understand. What did you say again? If you mention pay rice, she'll keep her in. Oh, oh, I see, I see. Okay. I've spoken to Shannon in the past too, so mm-hmm. I feel like, um, I feel really lucky, so it's lovely to speak to, to talk to you. Oh. <laughs> so first of all, to my shame, I haven't been into Lona Mesa before and it's oh. really cool. It's yes. <laughs> so cool. Imagine staying in a hotel like this. I think it's incredible. Yeah, Yeah, we received lots of great feedbacks about like vibes of the hotel, how people get like, approached when they, they walk in. So this is a very, very important thing for us. It's to give the vibes before, Yeah. you know, giving the service. So when they walk in, they feel embraced already. Yeah. So this is part of what we do. And how long have you been here? In Lana Mesa, it's been two years and a little bit. So from the start? Pretty much. Like after three or four weeks, they were open. Okay. Yeah, but I've started from Little Chef to where I am now. Yeah. Oh, here you've started? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. No, but I've been working in hospitality. It's been a while already, since I was 21. So around two years, I would say. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I grew up in a family that have hospitality in their veins so my mom runs a business as well but she provides food to other companies so okay. she's more like a wholesaler than than actually an open kitchen she provides food to bakeries and you know like small shops so during covid she was working even more than 
the average because she was providing food for bakeries and they were the ones opening. So it was quite busy for her. And I grew up like watching her work, waking up at 2 a.m. in the morning you know, to be able to do her job. Wow. So this is that is, here or No, the, this is back home. Yeah. yeah. So since I was very little, since I was seven, it was when she opened her business. But she got pregnant with my sister and then she decided, oh, I don't want to work for companies anymore. So she opened a small business. And then she started growing up, growing up, growing up, growing up. And I grew up with her wow. at the same time. So I was always working with her in the kitchen, you know, being around, seeing what she was doing, learning a little bit and learning with her as well. Because as a small business is... No, there is not much to to do than learn with the time. Exactly. Especially from back home. It's not like in Australia where people have enough money to go and try to learn from the scratch. Mm. It's more learn with, with your growth. Mm. So I've been growing up and growing my career with her as well. Wow, that's amazing. What a great start. Yeah. <laughs> She's very little. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So that's why I'm very passionate. Not only because I love the job that I'm doing right now, but because I've, I have always loved being around food. You know, it's where people get connected. The tables. Yeah. <laughs> and so... So you did that, that was learning on the on the job, you learned, and then did you do, once you got to Australia, did you, well, how did that work? Yeah, so when I was, because I saw the good side and the bad side as well from hospitality, so when I was 19, I decided to go to Portugal to do my studies there, but I went to graphic design. Oh. And then when I went back home, I was like, oh, I'm not sure, I really, I'm really passionate about hospitality, so I decided to step back from design and get back on hospital. So then when I was 22-ish, I've opened my own businesses with my brother, which was a restaurant as well. Wow. And same as my mom, it was very little. So the both of us, we started by ourselves. So I was working in the kitchen. My brother was working front of house. And it was only the two of us. And then we got to the point of having 10 employees. Mm. So we grew with business as well. And then when I was 27-ish, lots of things was happening in my personal life and then I decided I don't want to live here anymore because I was a bit scared. It was an abusive relationship that I had so I was, oh, I need to leave otherwise I'll be in this situation of going back with my ex at the time. And I said I'm gonna go to somewhere that I can go work and do my things and not to worry about it. So I got three options. One was Ireland and then Canada and Australia. So I chose Australia and then I came here. They never left. It's been four years. <laughs> wow, that's so great. Yeah. And obviously, yeah, obviously you're enjoying it here, and yes. you made it through lockdown and all yeah. of those oh my things. God. Hard times. <laughs> yeah, for hospitality. Well, for yes. everyone, but for hospitality yes. in particular. Yeah. But in 2015, I think, yeah, I've started my my degree in gastronomy, and in Brazil it's like cookery, but university. So I got my graduation there, and then right after I finished is when I moved to Australia. Okay. Yeah. So when I came here, I had my diploma already and everything. And I was like, this is the path that I want to go to and work. Then I found that man, Curly. <laughs> <laughs> he's incredible. I mean, oh, he is. I love working with him. The number of businesses that he has started and sustained so successfully. Yes. What a great... Um, a great opportunity yes and and shannon as well yeah both with. of them i really really enjoy working with them but curly he's he, 
gives me very hard time at all times, <laughs> but it really works for me because we have like the same goals, we have the same attitude, and we know what we want to achieve. And when I'm feeling a little bit lost, he goes, get back on track. Oh, okay. Oh, now I'm back. Now I'm back. Because obviously really, he really trusts nice. you and knows that you're capable of doing it. Yes. So it's great to have someone have your back like that, isn't it? Yeah. And so how does it work in terms of, so you're the head chef yes. here, but, mm-hmm. do you, but you work in consultation with Ian and Shannon, or how does it work? Yes, I've worked as well at Kirk's, one of uh, mm. Chef Curly's other restaurants. His friend Saloon as well, when they were opening Amphlet House, I went there to help them with the opening, setting up the kitchen, working on the recipes alongside with Chef Ben, that is the head chef there. So I did, I think, like around two months work there as well at the opening. Then when they had everything set, I came back here. But I was sous chef here at the time. And then lots of things happening and then they chose me to be in charge of Lona Misa Kitchen. Wow. It's been really amazing really amazing because our team here is very very good and I trust my team as well as they trust me so we have been working amazingly together it's been very nice and and so you start you said you started off um as a little chef here yeah, what, what, little chef. <laughs> what, what do you what, what so what position were you when you came in I came because I was head chef in a cafe when I started here but I was feeling a little bit bored so I was like mm, Maybe I'll find another job in this meantime so I can learn something else on the side. And this cafe that I was working was in Fitzroy. And in Fitzroy, you know, it's like very funky as well. And there is lots of vegan people there. So I found Lona Misa and I said, oh, maybe I can work there and learn something that I, maybe I'll be able to bring this vegan environment to my kitchen as well. Then when I came here, I was like, oh, I really love this place. I really love what they do here. So I was doing a bit of both at the time, and then my head chef Isa here was like, that, "That's more than fine. Like you can do both, and if you are learning, that's what it matters." So I started learning here, and I got really passionate about vegan food and what vegan food can bring in terms of flavors, because it's it's not easy to be a chef that works with um, with protein, like animal protein, but it's very hard for you to make great food and to make your customer not to feel like they are missing something, yes. you know, as a main dish. So what we do here, it's it's really, really nice because no one feels like, oh, I'm missing out on something, like I wish I had a piece of steak or, you know, because the food that we provide, it's it's good enough to make them feel, oh, I love this. Yeah. I don't miss anything about it. So I have always enjoyed working with all of these flavors that we can bring with vegan food and with the enjoyment people give us as feedback you know like oh my god this is amazing how do you do this you know and it's sometimes it's just extra heat sometimes it's just extra salt but it's the way of we cook and the passion we put on that mm. makes it work really well together so let's maybe talk a bit more about the food because I know you've got your winter menu is Brazilian inspired or Latin inspired <laughs> yeah. but is it Brazilian inspired in particular or more Latin no, it's, it's always towards Latin food. Yeah. yeah, we use lots of fresh herbs, so there is always lots of coriander, lots of mint, but also lots of spices. And it's be- a bit tricky when people say, I don't eat spicy. Then we get, please try. You're going to really enjoy it, even though it's a little bit spicy. At the end, you feel like it's nourishing, you know, it's moorish. Yeah. It fills you up. It's not too much, 
so it's very nice and me personally I always have enjoyed to bring sweet and savory mm. dishes to the table because I feel like it complements in your palate and now we have the watermelon salad that it's one of my favorites and it's so beautiful on the eyes and also in the mouth because it's what you expect from a watermelon but at the same time it's not it's very hard to explain so you gotta try to feel it <laughs> yeah it's beautiful and now we have we are bringing a few more things from the jasper as well yeah, yeah, so is that unusual for, for plant-based restaurants to be using the yeah, Jospar? I believe we are the only plant-based restaurants that own the Jospar. Because usually it's made up to cook steaks yeah. on it because of the high temperatures. So we cook vegetables around like 400, 500 degrees. So it brings out all of the sugars from the veggies. And then you bring them up so you feel them at first before feeling very taste. That's why it's so special to transfer. So what's a dish um, from the menu that has, that's featuring that particular dish? Now we have the taku taku, that it's an eggplant. We also have the celeriac, that we call it sea celeriac because it brings also the sea seaweed flavor to it oh. but it's jasper and then seaweed and alongside with some almonds so it's very complex and simple at the same time but it's beautiful uh, it's more like a sea seafood style of veggie let's wow. say <laughs> wow amazing yeah those are the two ones and of course we are still serving peri peri chicken that it's one of the favorites Everyone talks about the chicken because texture, it's, it's very, very, very similar to a traditional chicken made in barbecue grill. What do you use? What's the... Ah, uh, it's gluten-based. Okay. Yeah. So it's made of gluten, but it's the peri-peri sauce that has, contains also like sugars and stuff. So when we grill it, it creates that skin that resembles chicken skin. Wow. <laughs> you gotta try. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'll, I'll come back. I'll come back. For sure. And, um... And I know that vegan cheese has been problematic in the past, but I think nowadays, do you, I mean, do you make your own cheese here or are you getting it from someone else? No, we or? are getting it from outsources, but we do the marinadas in-house. So we add on the flavors because when you buy vegan cheese, that's the most uh, problematic thing about it. It's because it's very plain. Mm. So people expect to get lots of flavors from it, but then when you eat, it's very, very plain which is kind of changing right now actually like the market saw okay there is lots of people that they are not becoming vegan from being vegetarian because cheese is always i cannot get rid of cheese i can get rid of protein but not cheese so the market itself it's getting much better for cheeses but the ones we use they are very plain and then we add on the flavors to it so we do like 10 days marinara to bring up the flavors that we want to put on and what's it like being in this hotel situation? Do you have to also do um, room service and so on? Or Yes, yeah. we do in-room dinings here. It's, it's not a very big menu. We have around like 12 dishes on the menu. But then we do as well backroom bar, which is not Shannon Martinez, but it's Ovalo only. Okay. Yeah, so it's two different types of brands. We have Lona Misa. Then we have backroom bar and we have our function spaces. Okay. So for backroom bar we can do up to 80 people function. Then we have Penny and the Jets, Penny Petit that brings us like 30 people and around 10 people functions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How many rooms in the hotel? 
Is it a big hundred twenty rooms? Okay, so it's not yeah. huge, but it's big enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's quite big actually. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's great. It's great, and all of the rooms they they have the same vibes. So if you walk into the rooms, they look beautiful as well. You know, all the curtains, the way we we put things together, it's just it's beautiful. I don't know if I'd want to leave if I was staying here. You've got this down here, and <laughs> yes. beautiful rooms. It's yeah, amazing. we also have the social hour for in-room guests. So every day from four to five p.m., we have some snacks and free free wines or free beer. So people that are staying in the hotel, they can gather around and make some friends and talk to people that are in the same situation that it's visiting another city. So we have one hour gap that people can go and do their own gatherings. Great idea. I love that. (laughs) So this feels like a really amazing place to work. And I know um, I've been speaking to chefs a lot lately about well-being and mental health and hospitality. And Mm -hmm. I know that the kitchen can be a really challenging place, but it sounds as though there are some good things set up here so that it's a good place to work. For you, what do you think is important in a kitchen to create that um, sense of well-being and uh, good vibe? I think um, mainly it's good working hours because we know hours in the kitchen it can be hectic. So me as head chef, I always try to get them to work their proper hours, not to do overtime too much, not to be, oh, we're going to work six days a week and doubles every day. I always try to seek all of my chefs to do their correct hours instead of overworking. And of course, working in hospitality, most of them, they have partners as well. They are also from hospital and they are doing like 16 hours a day. And I say, Jesus Christ, guys, this is one of the things that I do not want any of you doing, you know, because by the end of the day, you're putting your health in danger. And this is the most important thing. Like besides your work, you are the one that is living with yourself 24 hours a day. So you need to look after yourself. So every week we do our meetings, like meetings with the, the chefs or front of house, briefings as well. And I always tell them, like, I, me as head chef, it's my job to put everything together so you don't overwork. So I'll do my best to make it work for you guys. And when they ask me, oh, can we take a leave? I said, of course. It's not even like something we should not consider. You're doing your job and you earned your time off so please go and do it so they know they can rely on us to say you can take your time off if you need okay mondays is my day off i really need to have mondays off because my partner is i'll try to make it work so they feel like they can rely on their management and then how do you look after yourself if you're looking after everybody else i'm crazy (laughs) (laughs) then i have chef curly that he tells me pamela you're working too much So he's the one that looks after me. <laughs> yeah. That's good. <laughs> yeah. It's true though. <laughs> Not joking. He's always like he's always on top like, oh my god, look how many hours you've done. Why are you doing this? Take a break. Uh, okay. I know, I know, I know I can take a break. <laughs> you obviously love it. And what do you think it is about cooking and hospitality that's that's kept you in it? Uh, as I said before, I believe it's the table. The table environment it's, it's something that I've been always passionate about. It's like it reminds me of family, it reminds me of coziness, you know, safety. It's where you sit, you put your armor down and you say, okay, now I'm gonna relax. I'm gonna have a piece of soup, a piece of 
you know, whatever it is, when you're sitting in front of the table, you have the people you love around, it can be either your family, your friends, your co-workers, the table is always a place where you can see people being relaxed and laughing without worrying, you know, it's where we leave everything behind and we think, okay, now is my time. So I think that's the thing that brings me up, it's, it's the table, table concept. Yeah. That is so beautiful. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> and just to finish off with, with all your experience in hospitality, mm -hmm. what would your advice be to someone who was thinking about becoming a chef? It's mainly look after yourself because you cannot look after anyone else if you don't look after yourself. And I know like we have always, we, I'll say we, but it's more like me. <laughs> People in general, we try to look after others but we don't take a look at ourselves and you cannot cook a beautiful food or do your job properly if you're not in good health it can be like your proper health or mental health that it's more like a subject that we are bringing up nowadays and it's so important that people don't realize how much it can affect your sleep try to take a good sleep something that it's very important but always look after yourself because you can look after others only if you're I'm on Instagram at Conversation with a Chef. You can read the chat at www.conversationwithachef.com and I would love it if you told a friend about my chats. You can, of course, follow me on Apple and Spotify podcasts, which is great because then I know that you've been listening. But thanks again for listening today and have a really great day.